and welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest today is Bree Sharp. Now, Bree's a very talented singer-songwriter, best known for the song David Duchovny, Why Won't You Love Me, which I can't believe it's been 20 years now. Had YouTube been around back then, she would be a huge star now. That song took on a life of its own. She talks about it. She also talks about how she finally met David Duchovny. It's a great story. And the video of the song, which can be found on YouTube, started off basically as a birthday present that the crew wanted to give David Duchovny. The whole crew of X-Files is in there lip-syncing it. Not to mention a lot of Hollywood stars. I'll leave it at that. Go check out the video. Free talks about what she's been up to lately. She's been acting. She does voiceover work. And she's been in a band with what a longtime friend, Beautiful Small Machines. It's a fantastic band. A lot different than her solo work. Check it out. Very candid. Very nice. We had a great chat. And I hope you enjoy it. All right, so joining me now is Bree Sharp. And Bree, thank you so much for uh, coming all the way here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I'm going to start I'm a little criticism. It's been a while. You're starting with criticism? I, I'm, <laughs> right on firing. Oh right on firing. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll save, I know, didn't know. I didn't get the memo. Yeah, we'll save David the company for later. Okay. Uh, come on, I want some more BS. Come on, let's go. What's going on? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, what's going on with that? Yeah, you and some, (laughs) a lot of other people. I will say it's so nice. Like, I still get fan mail and people like yourself that are like, we are still waiting. And it's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's really awesome. And I can say that I am working on stuff. I've been saying that for a while, (laughs) but it is true. It just... I started doing other things, and those, you know, how life kind of takes right. over. Um, and I've been enjoying those other things so much that I think also after everything that happened with the Covney and then the record label went bankrupt in the middle of my album cycle, and then um, there was such a shift in the music business, and I really was writing after that to try to get stuff out there or like get a deal or something like that and when I wrote the first album it was really just for me and so I think the kind of pressure of that um, and having gotten so close to like this major success I I just needed to reevaluate like why was I doing it what did I want out of it what did it mean what of my identity was wrapped up in it and um yeah, so then, but then we did, you know, from Bree Sharp, we did, and I think a lot of my fans don't know this still, right. but I started a band called right. Beautiful Small Machines. Which is fantastic, Thank by the you, way. thank you. I mean, I think I'm really, I might be most proud of the songs that I wrote for Beautiful Small Machines, which we call BSM. Right. So if anyone's listening and hasn't heard that, we're on Spotify. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you guys do a um, great uh, and it really, cover up. Yes, yes. Paper Planes has got three million hits. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) I wasn't a fan of the original, but I love your Thank you. Thank you so much. I fly like paper, get high like planes. If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my name. If you come around here, I'll make them all day. Get one done in a second if you Me at the border, I got visas in my name. If you come around here, 
owe it to a guy that um, I was I, I also teach music to little kids and it was a guy that um, was I was training did a little off-Broadway like off off-Broadway show and he did like a country version of that song and I was like that's fucking good yeah. <laughs> I want to try to do my own version right. which we did and yeah. yeah so three million hits later I, I don't know that the Bree Sharp fans know uh, that it's out there. So, yeah, so then, and then it became a thing of, you know, we were rebranding as Beautiful Small Machines because the story of Bree Sharp might have been too hard to mm -hmm. sell at the time, especially with um, the new sound that we were doing, which was electro pop. Yeah. 
So it was Donnie's idea. He's like, look, you know, a lot of artists have side projects. Let's make a side project. And then we just kind of got off on that for a while. And now that I'm getting older and it's the 20 fucking, can you believe, anniversary of I a know. cheap and evil girl coming up, um, I am thinking of going back to do a Bree Sharp record and maybe something more like singer-songwritery. So we'll see. Mostly I love performing. That's right. really my first love. So, yeah. Yeah, I, as long as I can get out there and sing, I'm happy. Right, because yeah. when you guys first released like the EP, the Robots in Love, mm. it was like this is awesome. Five, four, three, two, one.
Thank it, you. It was, it was really good. Now, do you ever like? You mentioned twenty years, which is, is it's crazy. This is the third I time I said fuck. Are we allowed to curse on the podcast? <laughs> my, my podcast, you can fucking say what you want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever think about maybe going? Like you said, you want to go back. Like even doing like uh, BSM does that album. Well, it's interesting. I'm actually I am trying to buy back. The al- yeah. I don't own my first album okay. because the label owned it, right. and then when they went bankrupt, they sold it and their entire catalog to another record company. Right. And I'm trying to buy it back, yeah. but you know I'm gonna need money also to go on tour. I'd like to re-release yeah. it so okay. that people can yeah. have it because it's. I don't even think it's on Sp- Spotify. It is. Yeah, oh, it is. It's on Spotify. It is. Yeah. A cheap and evil girl. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. going no, on. I have the DVD. I, I, I have the CD, but I clearly I don't yeah. pay enough attention. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, but I would like to go and you know tour and sell it. And I we talked about maybe like doing some some songs from it, but right. we've revisited that album so much already. Like there was a live record where mm, we did some right, songs yeah. from it, and then we did a read a redux a redo of. Um, of Duchovny when the X-Files came out again. So I don't know how much I want to necessarily record anything, but I would like to maybe go and play the album like front to back. Right. Which a lot of people are doing now and so cool. Such a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a fun tour. And I, you know, part of the thing is, the cool thing and the difficult thing is that because it was on the radio, I have a national audience, which right. is so nice, yeah. right? But it's only like scattered people in a bunch mm-hmm. of cities all over. So it makes it right. hard right. to go and like sell out a show right. in somewhere in the Midwest yeah. or where people are like, please come, please come. Right. And I'm like, I would love, love to, to come. come. Yeah. Can you get like 30 people to come yeah, exactly. or 50 people to right. come out? Because then I'll definitely come. (laughs) So it's nice that I've got these like scattered fans, and they still really are fans. They they email me, they they Twitter and tweet, and it's just so I can't believe it. Sometimes I think I don't even let it really sink in because I'm like, wow, I put something out there that still resonates with people. It's I don't know. I think just right now. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. You asked me for an interview. Yeah, absolutely. I guess. I guess that's. Yeah. yeah, and because like my whole podcast is like reliving my youth, and you like mentioned like twenty years ago, and this came out, and the album, you know, obviously David Duchovny, but it's such a good album regardless of, of that you. song, and people know that song. But how I mean, is it frustrating? I mean, it puts you on the map, but is it frustrating that people just know you for that song? I think so. In the, I mean, I feel like anyone that really listened to the album became right. a fan of the album, right? And that was very validating for me. Um, at the time that I wrote David Duchovny, Why Won't You Love Me?
Sincerely, it was not. I didn't know that I was writing a novelty song. I mean, I really didn't. I didn't set out. I what I my. I was young. I was in college. I had a huge crush on this TV star, and I was like, I don't want to meet him. As I want to meet him, but I don't want to meet him as a fan. It says like I know I'm just another fan. I didn't want that. I was like, if I write something really smart and clever, because he's a smart guy, he'll. Have an understanding that I'm like more than just some kid in college who thinks he's hot. Right. So it was my intention to get his attention, right. which I did. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was really cool. But then I wrote all these other songs that also were very important and personal to me. And I think that I mean the label that signed me said. We're signing you for Walk Away. Like David Duchovny yeah. is obvious; you're going right. to get attention from that. But the song Walk Away, we know that you're a real songwriter. The moon is pulling at me. The moon is pulling at you. You swear to me it's the sun that's shining through. It's hard to push for the truth when lies are easy to find. I'm left with, I'm left with this trouble in mind. I'm left to counting the days while my life drifts away. 'Cause you come and go again like the tide. While on the shoreline I stand washed of my pride and the truth I keep pushing. 
everybody's waiting to see what we're gonna do you spin around and disappear that was really great um, I guess it's funny so Donnie who's my best friend and music partner in Beautiful Small Machines and he was instrumental on that record um, with some writing and of course touring and playing and um, he was like you know he didn't want any part of the song okay. he, yeah and he's like you know if you write the song, you're going to be the David Duchovny girl, girl for the rest of your life. Right. And I was like, I don't care. I really <laughs> like him. And I was like, and it's smart. And yeah. the guy that I wrote it with was like, you create your own reality. And I was like, I want to create my own reality and meet him. So um, so we wrote it. And I I'm glad that it gave me the platform that it did. Right. And, of course, like, I'm still a sci-fi fan. Yeah. And all my sci-fi fans, like, that's so cool yeah. to, to me right. to be part of that community and... Um, 
I still, you know, fall into shows too that I'm like, you know, for a while I was so into Sherlock, you know, the BBC oh, Sherlock, so good, yeah. and I was like, if I hadn't written David Duchovny, I would definitely write a Benedict Cumberbatch oh, song because he's like the he's like Mulder 2.0. Yeah, exactly. Or he's like proto Mulder, right. I guess, because he. I mean, the name supersedes Mulder, but his incarnation, you know, the updated version with Cumberbatch, oh my God. Anyway, so long way around the barn. Did I even answer the question? I have no idea. I don't know what it was. No, actually, Welcome to talking to me. It's fine. It's fine. I think that just being, is it frustrating just being known for that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, I guess it would be nice since so much has happened with the show that I didn't think was, like, great. And it'd be like, yeah, it'd be nice to have more of my own identity um, for people that know me. I know the fans know me as Bree Sharp. Um, But it's nice to be known for something. Something, I mean, and something that I do think is positive. It's not like it's a bad thing in the world that's out there. It's still really really smart and funny. Yeah, absolutely. And if, I mean, I think. (laughs) And if, um, you know... If YouTube had been around, oh, yeah. that video, that video, holy, it's, holy cow. If anyone hasn't seen it, go to, it's on YouTube. It's something you'll, won't expect. You can't it basically imagine. It's a, it's, yeah, it's screenshot with, uh, I'm sorry, with um, Jerry Springer to start it, on, on YouTube. It ends. It ends with, with it. But oh, you, the, you, screenshot the screenshot of it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So like watch the thumbnail. that. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. Well, basically the, you know, the, um, the producer's assistant, assistants on the X-Files said, called us and said, we right. want to make a video for David, like for his birthday or yeah. Christmas or something, of the cast and crew lip syncing your song. And I almost peed my pants. <laughs> so they were like, you know, is it okay if we use it? And I was like, um, yeah. yes, yes. And then um, this was before DVDs. This was before you could send stuff yeah. over a computer. So when they finished it, they brought a copy, a VHS yeah. copy, <laughs> to my manager's loft. And we all sat down to watch it. And it starts out, like, super lo-fi. Right. And it's all these, like, unknown, yeah. horrible right. shot. I yeah, mean, it's, it's just awful. Right. And I was like, just what did yeah. they do to my song? Right. Like, <laughs> what is yeah. this? And then all of a sudden in the middle, like, um, yeah, like, yeah, like Chris Carter pops up and Jillian Anderson, you know, the um, the gunman, the gun, yeah, like all the cast and crew. So Scully pops in and uh, Cancer Man and what's his name? Skinner, I think. Skinner, I don't know if he, I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're all in it. So if it had stopped there, I would have been, I would have been a happy, happy girl. Then it goes back to the lo-fi people, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Janine Garofalo yeah. is sitting there. And I was like, that's Janine Garofalo. And then it was like Alex Trebek. And then it was, and yeah, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's like fucking Brad Pitt and George Clooney yeah. and Whoopi Goldberg and, and kiss all Kiss, all four members of Kiss in full face makeup, right. and Charles Nelson Riley, who yeah. the young people won't right. know who the hell that is. Yeah. And I mean, like, oh, and Kevin Nealon and David Spade, yeah. like all these comedy right. people, Gary Dennis Franz, Gary Shandling, I mean, yeah. comedy great. There's porn stars. I mean, there, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's and it's funny because one yeah. of the guys that was working at Interscope, which was, yeah. they were going to sign me originally, but yeah. didn't. He books for Jimmy Kimmel now, I think. And I saw him maybe like 
six or seven years ago in LA and he was like, oh wow, Bree, he's like, if that video had come out during YouTube, you would be yeah. a millionaire right, right now. And I was like, thanks a lot, yeah, exactly. Scott. I was like, I needed to know that. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it would have been oh, like yeah. ridiculous. Well, it's basically everyone from the 90s shows up in the video. So yeah. that's fucking cool that that happened. Yeah. And I did that. So yeah, right. that's yeah, kind of no. neat. Right. Something that I did, like, I mean, it didn't cure cancer. Well, that was yeah. the thing is that, you know, after I realized the whole you create your own reality thing and that I really did feel like I created it mm. this whole thing I was like wow I spent mm. all this time just meeting a dude from yeah. television like I could have been curing cancer <laughs> or something important in right. the world like what yeah. I used my powers for not not right. maybe yeah. <laughs> not maybe as good as I could right. have I don't know yeah. anyway so when you first met him what was like the experience like well it's a hilarious story actually um uh, we were supposed to meet potentially on television, like either someone was going to surprise the other one on the right. Rosie O'Donnell show okay. because she right. was in the video. Yeah. So we had been, his people and my people, yeah. back when I had people, people. <laughs> were talking about that. And then um, there was also talk of maybe he would host SNL and okay. I would be the musical guest. Wouldn't that have been cool? That would have been awesome. I know. Yeah, that would have been great. That's yeah. one thing that I wish I didn't know was like in the in talks. Right. But my label went bankrupt. Um, they basically, um, they had had Bush. They had had no doubt in Bush. And then Interscope, I think, kind of reclaimed Bush. I mean, sorry, no doubt, right. because they, my label was underwritten by Interscope. Okay. And there was some, I don't know, I, I really don't know. Right. There's some scritch about that. And then Bush had done so well with 16 Stone. Yeah. And they basically put all of their money into their second album, which tanked. Right. And then there went... There went SNL oh. for me. So um, for years, everyone was like, oh, did you ever meet him? Did you ever meet him? And I was like, no, I never met him. And then they would be like, oh, guess what? My cousin cuts his hair. Or like, <laughs> right. my brother was on the lot and met him. Yeah. And I'd be like, thanks a lot, thanks guys. A lot. Yeah. I never met him. Right. Like, I know I never did. And then I got tired of it. I didn't care anymore. No. The show I didn't think was good anymore. No. And then it was seven years later. And I was living in the West Village in Manhattan, and someone came into my local coffee shop, and they were like, hey, I saw David Duchovny working out at Equinox, okay. which is, like, right up the street from the coffee shop. Right. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm never going to meet him anyway. I just yeah. fucking care. <laughs> so, and I just didn't kind of care anymore. I genuinely didn't. Two nights later, I was out to dinner with Donnie and another two friends, and we're sitting facing these massive windows like the one wall of the restaurant right. was all windows facing out and all of a sudden I see David Duchovny walking by mm -hmm. and I was like that's David Duchovny and I was like what do I do yeah. like do I do I go do I run after him right. and they were like go oh. go <laughs> and I was like oh shit okay <laughs> so um and I always think it would be so funny if like because by the time I decided I was going to go you know he was like a block away because right. I had to get out, get up from my yeah. chair, get out of the restaurant, through the double doors, right. and then I was like, "Do I? Am I really doing this?" And I always think <laughs> it would be so funny if a fan of mine was watching and they were like, "Hey, there's David Duchovny," right. and right. like thirty seconds later, "Hey, there's Bree Sharp," like yeah. she's still running right. after him. Yeah, so <laughs> I literally, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm running after him," and I. I'm getting closer, but sure enough, he bangs a left into the Equinox, uh, which I'm not a member. <laughs> so I'm like, 
Okay, I don't care. I'm going in. I bust past the registration <laughs> desk. No right. ID, nothing. And I'm literally about to tap him yeah. on the shoulder. And he goes into the men's mm-hmm. locker room. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to meet him. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to meet him. So I'm standing there with this, like, dumb look on my face. And someone from my col- college actually yeah. was standing there. And she was like, oh, Brie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, did you see that? And I was like, what happens, like, yeah. once you're in the locker room? Or do you have to come back out to go to the gym? Or, like, is he in? Like, do you yeah. go in through there? Is he going to come? And sh- they were like, I don't know. And I was like, I was, they were like, why don't you stay talking to me and just wait yeah. here, like, five minutes and right. let's see. So, sh- so I'm talking. I have no idea what they're saying because all I'm thinking is, like, oh, right. my God, we're he's coming out. out. What yeah. am I going to say? <laughs> And the lighting is awful. It's like that horrible, like, fluorescent lighting. Right. I was like, oh, my God, this is not how I imagined meeting him. So, uh, sure enough, five minutes later, he emerges from the locker room wearing nothing right. but a towel. Oh, boy. And it wasn't, like, a long right. towel. one yeah. of those short-ass, short. like, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, so standing there, staring at, and whatever crush had, yeah. like, Dissolved over the years, like petered out, was immediately back, like instantly back, like totally guy takes care of himself. He's doing the yoga. He's in the towel. And I just look at him and I kind of smile and he sort of smirks back at me. And that was it. He like walked off to do whatever the hell he was going to do naked. (laughs) And at this point in the story, my friends were like, why didn't you say Say something? something. And I was like, I just was not about to go up to like a half naked naked David Duchovny and be like, hey, I'm the girl that wrote wrote the the song about you. So I go back to dinner. My head is hanging low. And they're like, what happened? And I tell them. And so I'm like, oh, well, I guess it's just not meant to be. And then we sit and like. I don't know, we're eating dinner, and 20 minutes later, mm. I don't know what he was doing. His hair was dry, but mm. honestly, 20 minutes later, He's he back. goes walking by again. Wow. And I was like, okay, I'm going. Yeah. So I get up, I run out, I go through the double doors, and I cut him off right as he's, like, hitting the door. And I said, stop. I said, you have to stop <laughs> right. walking by. Yeah. And he looks at me like yeah. a crazy person. And I said, hi. And he said, hi. <laughs> and I held out my hand, and I said, Bree. And he said, Hi. And I said, sharp. And he said, oh, Uh, (laughs) we finally meet. And I said, we finally meet. And then we stood and talked for a while and traded numbers. And he took me to a screening of his. He had a movie out at the time. And we had actually talked a bit about um, me writing some music for a film that he was writing. I don't think it ever got made. I actually think he turned it into a book. It was Bucky fucking Dent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. I have the the original script of the movie that he wrote because he gave it to me to to look at for music, which was really, really cool. And then we sort of lost touch. We didn't really stay in touch much after some years went by, but at least... I, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like you I could sort that, of close right. that chapter right. and feel good about yeah. it. Yeah. And then the reboot came. And then, <laughs> and then the yes, re- yes, yeah. yes. Then the reboot came, and it was like, I'm always like, do I, am I gonna, should I? And yeah. I always think, no, I'm just gonna leave it be. And then I'm like, oh, well, so many people are still, still. they still love it. Of course, yeah. And, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, it's like going to a police show and, you know, sting, not wanting to sing Roxanne or something. It's like, I mean, I'm not compare. I shouldn't compare myself, but I'm just saying no, that's totally what was, it's just yeah. what people want. You know what yeah. I mean? And and so yeah, why not? That's fun. It's like fun yeah. to be part of that. So the feelings aren't the same, I yeah. guess, because I met him and right. I had all the times that I meet, wanted to have with yeah. him. But um, and so it, 
you know, the itch yeah. got scratched, right. I guess. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, totally. Um, but I can still sing it and remember what it was like to be young and in love with someone that you didn't know no, and had no, no chance of meeting. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> right, Which everyone can still, I think, yeah, relate to, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So when, like, because you started, like, writing and like, actually learning to play guitar at an older age. No, 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 I started at 15. Right. Well, I mean, it's is that like, old? I mean, fuck, I'm really old no, now, I mean, man. <laughs> you always hear like you know, like these you know musicians started when they were five and six, oh. and writing songs. Well, you know, it's younger. interesting because I play on a softball team. Okay. And um, I didn't start. I'm the pitcher. Right. And I'm actually pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's to be fair, right. it's like beer league softball. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> but I get recruited from other okay. teams all the right. time because. To have a girl on the mound that can yeah. throw strikes right. is hard to come by, yeah. and then it frees up other guys I, to be, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I didn't start till I was 35. Okay. And then um, I started rock climbing, and I rock climb pretty seriously now. I've already, in the last few years since yeah. I started climbing, I've climbed in Thailand, Italy, Spain, Greece, Squamish, up right. in British Columbia, all over the States, and I didn't start climbing until I was 39. Wow. So when you say I started so late, right, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you don't know what late is. Right. <laughs> so it's hope for me yet. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. We're the same age. For so, sure. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. And you look much uh, younger that's, than oh, I Oh, no, so, no. Yeah. That's so but, sweet. Yeah. I work at it. That's for sure. Okay. I really, you know, I'm vegan and right. have been vegetarian for 27 years. Mm -hmm. And I practice yoga pretty regularly for 10 years. And now I'm... Now I'm rock climbing, that's you know, great. three times a week right. and traveling, doing it. And, it's, you know, also don't get married, don't have kids. That's uh, another one of my yeah. <laughs> beauty, <laughs> right. beauty secrets yeah. uh, that will aid you. But I do have kids in my life because I teach little kids and right. I love them. Yeah. But when I can leave and get a good night's sleep, right. yeah. yeah. Do you have kids? I have two. Yeah. Uh, 13 will be 14 wow. soon wow. and eight. Yeah. So, you know, my son, he does karate and he does wow. basketball. He's trying, you know, soccer. You got to well. do karate with him. I, I thought about it and then, but it's like, I, my schedule, and there's always excuses. Always you know, always, excuses. always excuses. And I'm the king of them, but, yeah. you know, perhaps Most me. Most people. But, but he, he's like a third degree uh, brown belt already. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and he's, because he's going to be 14, he's like my height already. Amazing. And he's I wearing, know. you know, bigger shoes than I am. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, last week I got a hand me. I don't call them hand-me-downs, I call them hand-me-ups. Oh, so yeah. I actually got a pair of Jordans from him. I'm That's like, these are awesome. Thank you, awesome. son. You know? but I have yeah. a friend who's married to a guy who's a bit shorter than her, right. and they're the same, and she's tall. Yeah. She's a tall woman. Right. And so, yeah, she always has, like, his cool Adidas, yeah. Adidas and stuff. And, yeah, they wear the same clothes. It's cool. Mm. So, yeah, I, well, so I started at 15. I've never been a great guitar player. Mm -hmm. I just really wanted to be able to accompany myself. Right. So I got good enough that I could yeah. sing along, you right. know, and play at parties. But then, you know, very typically I got my heart broken and I had to get it out, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to write a song. Right. And, um, yeah, one of the first songs that I ever wrote was Walk Away. Right. And, um, which, you know, is on the first album. Yeah. So yeah, I started, I started writing. 17, 19, okay. something like that. Yeah. Right. But you like wanted, you went to NYU for acting, right? I went to NYU for yeah. theater and then um, got a record deal like by accident. Yeah, right. I mean, I fell ass backwards yeah. into a record deal. So um, I'm, I'm very fortunate that, you know, I have a, I, I didn't know that I had a voice that people, but people mm. kept saying, I mean, mm. I knew I liked to sing for right. myself, but I didn't think I was great. And people kept saying, you should sing, you should sing, yeah. you should sing. 
And um, it's funny because when I listen to that first album, I, I really almost can't stand my voice. Okay. I'm just amazed that, that someone yeah. gave me money to <laughs> record music because I think I sing much better now. Yeah. I've learned how to sing right. a little better and kind of have a warmer tone and yeah. resonate a little more. Um, but that was all, you know, in time. Right. Um, so, yeah, and then I was able to get back to acting a little yeah. bit. I was on that show Louie right. not long ago, that. and yeah. that was really fucking cool. Right. And um, and I have a voiceover career, so yeah. I do voiceovers for commercials. Right, and, so yeah. Rev Revlon, right? Revlon. And uh, Fisher-Price. Fisher-Price, Holiday Inn. And it's um, funny, because my daughter, one of her favorite restaurants, I don't know why, it's Bertucci's. Oh, that's so funny. And there was one, like, the That's town, hilarious. There, there used to be one, unfortunately, closed down, like, this town over from us. We always go, maybe, like, you know, once a month or something like that, because the kids, they give you dough to play at the table, oh. and you can play with it, and then they'll cook it for you. Oh, so that's cool. So, personally, I don't really want my, you know, yeah. gross yeah. kids' hands yep. in the dough, and yep. put in the, I guess yep. the oven will kind of burn whatever <laughs> germs they have in there. But we went there one day, and it was closed, so she was, like, so heartbroken, but whatever. There was, but there was one, you know, a couple towns over even further, but it's funny that you did uh, Bertucci's. I did yeah. Bertucci's, yeah. And now, you, currently, uh, I'm the voice of Music Choice, so, you oh, know, okay, yeah. at the end of your cable channel, yeah. all those music stations... It's so funny. Some of right. the stuff I have to say for them is like yeah. th they're they're pretty cool uh, company, and um, it's it's nice to also still be using my voice right. for mu music yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. So and uh, yeah, I've just been able to do lots of different things. Yeah. Um, I've done some stage work. I've done some films. I did Louie, yeah. which was so fun, and to do voiceovers and uh, teach music with kids. I still am doing and then. I still sing and play right. with the band, and actually, I um, I just uh, went to a climbing festival okay. in Kalimnos, Greece, which wow. is a small island off the coast. It's closer to Turkey than it is the okay. mainland of Greece. It's beautiful, right. but you, it's some place you would never right. hear of unless you were a climber. Right. So uh, last year, there was a band playing at the festival, and there was a big stage, right. and they were just doing covers mostly, but they were really good. And as soon as I walked up, I just said to myself, I'm getting on that stage. Yeah. I just was like, I know I could fucking rap Not, this. Yeah. So I went up and I was like, hey, do you mind, would you mind a guest yeah. singer? And they're so nice. You can't do that in New York. Oh, They'll tell right, you to fuck yeah, off. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they were so cool. They're like, yeah. And they didn't know if I could sing or anything. Yeah. And I got up and, you know, I did, took one of their guitars and yeah. played a song. And they were like, oh, stay, stay. And yeah. so they had me stay for like right. 10 songs. And then the producer came over to me after the show mm -hmm. and was like, hey, we, we'd like to fly you over next year as our special guest. Oh, wow. So I just got back. They flew me over. Yeah. They put me up. I got to sing. Right. And it was it was amazing. Mm -hmm. So I still have, like, lovely opportunities. Mm -hmm. And certainly if the opportunity presents itself, I have all that experience of performing. I can get up mm -hmm. any – I mean, I do mm -hmm. feel confident enough to get up right. anywhere and – you know, sing sing with a guitar or without. Actually, someone dared me at this charity auction at City Winery recently. Audra McDonald was singing okay. and all these other Broadway stars. And the guy was like, we need yeah. some, like, rock and roll up in yeah. here. And, he, and uh, who's the, who's, um, oh, who's this guy? Bobby Canavale? Oh, Canavale, yeah. yeah. He was hosting. 
and he was like, I'll donate 2,500 bucks yeah. to this charity right. if you go up and say you want to sing a song, like interrupt him. Right. And I was like, well, it's for charity. Yeah, I, have I have to, to do, do it. it. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't think I would. And I was like, yeah. oh, you don't know me. You don't know me. Yeah. You don't know me. So I went up and, you Get know, <laughs> I just got everyone clapping and um, saying, thank God I'm a country boy. Okay. To just like yeah. acapella and claps in the room. Right. It was really fun. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. But like, you, you enjoy doing covers, right? I love doing oh, okay. covers. I, I mean, you know, Donnie, um, I keep mentioning, he's yeah. my best friend <laughs> and yeah. my music partner. Right. Um, he, he likes it, but he's still, he writes all the time. He's got so yeah. many ideas. He's so prolific. Right. And, um, so he feels like he wants to be doing his own music. I get a little shy about doing my own music. Yeah. I don't know why. Sometimes I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Right. Um, so sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's easier for me to just do a cover. Yeah. yeah. And, um, we were going to put out a covers album actually. Right. So we may still do that, yeah. but I have some new songs that are, that are my own yeah. that yeah. we're going to put out as well. Right. So yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank sure. you though. Yeah. And you can voice a summer cover is, I love it. Thank you. Those days are gone. 
female like voice doing a male cover. You know, I'm a big fan of that. Um, I think it's really the only I, way you should do covers. I tend to not. Yes, yeah. it's, the only reason that I did the MIA thing is because it was such a different genre yeah. that I took it to. That I, because I'm not. I don't like to do a cover where I'm just trying to sound like right. the. I like. I guess that's fun for me to try yeah. to make it my own. So um, yeah, the Boys of Summer people really seem to respond to that. I still play that live. Yeah. And um, and then I also do uh, Don't Think Twice, It's Alright, oh, yeah. uh, Dylan, which um, that's another one that has right. a lot of hits yeah. on it. So, um, yeah, I like, you know, I, I feel like there was a time, you know, there's a lot, people give you a lot of credit if you write and sing your own stuff, and I do too. But then sometimes I think, you know, again, I'm no, mm. in no way comparing myself to like Billie Holiday or right. Ella Fitzgerald, but... They had a voice that was interesting to people, and it yeah. didn't matter that they if they wrote the yeah. songs or not. And so sometimes I feel like that. I'm like, you know, I'm not a great singer. Like, I can't yeah. do vocal acrobatics right. like Christina Aguilera or something, yeah. but I've got a texture that yeah. is unique, and I think that I have a way of interpreting songs. And I'm only comfortable saying this again, like, 20 years later, yeah. that I, you know, I'm in a place where I'm like, it's okay for me to say, yeah. I'm good at this. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm, it's not a, it's not, um, it's not being immodest, I don't think, yeah. um, t to be able to say, like, yeah, okay, it's okay for me to say yeah. I have a talent right. in this. And so, yeah, I think that I, uh, I enjoy the way I can interpret a song. Yeah. It's fun for me. Right, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I hope that's not too, um, yeah. No, it's because you can yeah. pick a song that you want to interpret your own yeah, way. Yeah, you mean something yeah. to me one way or another. It right. means something to me. And then, um, and there are songs that, you know, I would love to sing and I've tried to do them. And I'm like, nope, you I do don't it. do it justice. Yeah. There's my, one of my favorite, favorite hidden tracks yeah. that I like, love to turn people right. on to is a Thin Lizzy song okay. called Little Girl in Bloom. Right. If you have time and want to do yourself a favor, yeah. turn all the lights off okay. or like get like a cool light on yeah. your blue light or right. dim the lights and candles. Crank it up to like eight. You don't okay. want it at like ten, yeah, right. but nice and loud. Okay. And listen to this song. You will be completely transported to, I don't know, you'll start right. seeing stuff. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's such a great song. There's a fucking guitar solo that right. like you've never heard a bass yeah. solo i mean it's just and his voice i just love feline okay. it so much yeah. and um anyway we tried to do that song i was like i'm gonna show the world this yeah, song yeah. and no it just didn't come out right. right so there are songs that i would love to attack that i just leave alone because right. i know you know yeah. if i don't think i can do it justice right. i won't um, but if I think I can bring something to it, right. then yeah, why not? Yeah, well, that's good that you know you, like your limitations. You yeah. Know, like delusional, where like, <laughs> I'm going to sing any song, I'll put it out there. And right. Whatever. You know, that's yeah. Good that, you, know. you mentioned like Louis before, mm. and you know, that show was brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, it really, show. it's unfortunate, obviously, but. Can you still, like, just obviously with like Space, I don't really want to go this way, but with Spacey and Cosby, you know, mm. they're like obviously monsters mm. but can you like watch their work and you can actually watch like Louis like can you separate the two the roles from the actors um well I can speak specifically right, to Louis because I I worked with him right and I had known him a little bit prior to that um and I actually I know this might not be like a super popular opinion mm. but I actually think that 
everything that happened to him, like yeah. everything disappearing, yeah. was way harsher than Agreed. what he deserved. Right. Um, do I think it's cool what he did? No. no. Did he touch anyone? No. no. Did he? I, and I actually don't even feel like he used the, the article that I read. And I read it like several times. Yeah. Um, I felt like there was actually only maybe one instance where he crossed the line where he was like the producer on something and the person was like a writer on the show right. or something under him. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it. That's like a workplace thing. Yeah. But <clears throat> if you're in, and again, I mean, I am a, I am a thousand percent behind any woman who comes forward right. and says I was harassed. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy that the pendulum is swinging in Agreed. favor of women who yeah. have for so long had to deal with this horrible, okay. horrible power imbalance. Um, so let me be very, very clear about that. As far as the girls who broke the, the mm -hmm. young, the women who broke the story, I mean, I say girls at the time, I think they were young. Um, <clears throat> but they were grown-ups. I mean, they weren't yeah. kids. And they went to a guy's hotel room and they were both on tour. Like, I don't know. They were on tour doing comedy. I've been on tour on the road yeah. with bands and stuff. That's where sex stuff happens. I yeah. mean, my mom and dad taught me at right. a young age. They're like, you know, if a man invites you to his hotel room, not that you should assume that you're going to get raped or like yeah. that you're submitting to right. being subjected yeah. to something that you don't want to, but you should know that it lives in the world mm -hmm. of possibility yeah. that something sexual might <laughs> come up. Right. That is where grown-ups go to do sex right. stuff. Now, I've been to guys' hotel rooms where we did just have a drink, yeah. and that was it. That was it. Um, and it's okay if you go to a guy's hotel room and you don't want to do something sexual, yeah. that you say, hey, I don't want to do this, right. and leave. That's also okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but from what I read, and I read it and I reread it, it sounded to me like they didn't say no. They, yeah. they There were two, first of all, there were two of them, and they didn't say no. I don't want to do this, or my boyfriend would be mad, yeah. or, hey, Stacy, let's get out of here. And he didn't let them, right. or block the door, or said, I'll get you some gig in comedy. Yeah. It just sounded like a dude who's got a kink, right. likes to jerk off in front of yeah. people. He said, can I? They giggled. He took that as a yes, yeah. and it happened. Um, is that is that an abuse of power? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like... Where is a guy that wants to jerk off in front of people supposed to get that done? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, how do you, like, it's okay yeah. Yeah. to have sexual encounters in the privacy of a hotel room. Um, and I don't think he was a big, I, I think he might have been big in the comedy world, but he wasn't huge at that time. So, um, for, for that, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a Louis hater at all. The other dudes, absolutely. Like yeah. um oh and I should also say that when I worked with him, he was just professional and kind right. to me in every instance and I had known him before. Um I actually <laughs> I actually dated Louis for 2 weeks when I was 19 years old. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So it was before he was a big comedian, it was before I was right. rock star. <laughs> um and I, it's funny, I was, um, I was just out of my very first relationship and had only had sex with the guy that okay. I had been in the relationship with. And I really wasn't ready to have sex with 
anyone else. Yeah. And I don't know, I made out with Louis a bunch and he never pressured me. He never, he was very, I mean, he was older than me and he never made me feel bad that I wasn't right. ready to like go further. He never tried to pressure me in any way or like force me in any way. And then um, I really sort of lost touch with him for years and I auditioned for that show. He didn't know, he didn't call me in. It wasn't right. like a, and, um, and when we were working together, he also was, so I feel like I know him professionally and personally. And that was my experience with him. It doesn't mean that yeah. it didn't happen for these course, other women, that right. they didn't have a different experience. But I can only say that <clears throat> A, that was not my experience with him. And B, I think that women need to, also understand that they have power right. and it's important to to not be victimized um, you can say no if someone goes beyond that yeah that's on them then then that's really bad right. but I think especially for young women they have to know that just because a man yeah. approaches you doesn't mean you have to submit but, to whatever yeah. they're asking so again, me, you know, and it's a tough time to say those kinds yeah. of things. I feel like, but that is my opinion, and I do stand by it. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. Perfect answer. Really, but I think it ended with this. Um, you mentioned you were a big sci-fi fan. Yeah. yeah. So, like, what do you watch now? Mm. Who's on TV, not just sci-fi. I'm not a big. I don't watch a ton. I, I watch a lot of Bob's Burgers. Okay. I got to <laughs> tell you. I love Bob's Burgers. I love Adult Swim. I still right. will watch like old Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, yeah. That shit is my jam. Big space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And Archer. Archer. I love yeah. Archer. Um, yeah, I have a lot of like males, like, okay. well, college age male okay. sensibilities. Yeah. I'm yeah. still playing softball and right. rock climbing yeah. and watching Archer yeah. and Bob's Burgers, yeah. which is why maybe I'm not married. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, but I'm a good hangout yeah, partner, probably. that's for yeah. sure. But um, so I really loved um, Blade Runner 2049. Okay. I still haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I felt like it was. I, I mean, I they did as far as like right. to do something like yeah. that and to get it as close, close as they to did the to being great was pretty. I, I, right. I mean, I just thought the score and the tone and the cinematography, the lighting, all that stuff was pretty spot on. I felt, but then I went back and watched the original okay. Blade Runner, which oh, I wrote a song about Blade Runner too. Okay. I, do you know that? No. This is the other thing. I don't even know if this is on Spotify. I'm not, I need, if anyone's listening and wants to manage me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the best at right. that. But um, I wrote a song called Simple Joys, and the parenthetical title is For Roy and Pris, mm, yes. okay. and did a duet with Simon LeBond from Duran Duran. Get out of here. Yeah. You better, if you have that copy, you better send it to me yeah. <laughs> later. Yeah, I don't That's even awesome. know if it's out, but I mean, um, yeah, it's and it's okay. one of my favorite songs. It's Under right. Beautiful Small Machines, okay. and we put it out as a single. I gotta ask Donnie if it's on Spotify. Right. It's called Simple Joys for Roy and Pris. Right. It's really dark, but it's a love song that I wrote for the androids mm -hmm. um, because I just, gosh, I just feel so. I have so much empathy for them that that whole movie yeah. just about wanting more time and like right. trying to figure out who you are and how the fuck are we here 
and not knowing really how you right. work, but wanting to be here more, yeah. and especially because of love, like they had found each other yeah. and they really were looking out for each other. Right. And he just he just wanted more time, right. wanted more time for himself and with her. Yeah. So anyway, that was the only thing that I felt like was missing from 2049. There was a there was like just a deep sadness mm. in Blade Runner, the original, that really spoke to me. And I felt like it was touching on right. it there, but I didn't um, have the same, I didn't have the same response. Oh, I hope no. these aren't jingling oh, no, the whole fine. time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So that was great. What else have I seen? I'm still a big Firefly fan. Yeah. I love Serenity. Still think that about great. that film a lot. What's What's out? What's been out Did recently? Did you watch which one? Con Man. No, what's I don't even yeah. know what that is. Alan Tudyk, who was Wash on the show, did a, a show. I think it was on Comic Comic Con HQ channel. I think it's on Amazon. Oh, now. okay. And he basically plays um, Wash. Oh, no, it's, it's know, similar sad. to Wash, where he goes to these like convention circuits and he obviously signs. His manager oh. is uh, Mindy Sterling, who oh. is uh, from Austin Powers. Yeah. Nathan Fillion has a couple cameos. Uh -huh. Check it out. It's, it's really well done. It's, it's Okay, fun. so yeah. it's like modern Tom day, Man. but it's not, it's like he's in the sci-fi world. World of, going to these conventions. Of yeah. American he's not playing, actor. Yeah, he's not playing uh, the actor who played Wash. He's mm -hmm. playing some, an actor who played somebody else. Right, 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 right. Firefly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. It's, it's really uh, cool. well done. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've read any good sci-fi books lately, too. What have I been reading lately? I read an awesome book a few years ago called The Sparrow okay. that had a sci-fi right. um, tinge to it that I really, I can recommend if anyone's looking for a good right. book to read. And then I just finished the uh, Southern Reach trilogy, okay. Area X. Did right. you read that? No, but it was on my list. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um, and surprisingly, the third book was my favorite. Right. So if anyone's interested, yeah, I can give that yeah. as a recommendation. Yeah, yeah. I read the, uh, the passage. It was uh, I only read the first book, um, and they're actually making a TV show out of it with uh, Mark Paul Gosler. <laughs> I think I'm coming on Fox. Okay, no, post-apocalyptic like vampire type, oh, fun. type thing. Yeah, so Walking Dead fan. Yeah, um, although I, you know what, after Glenn. Yeah. It was, was just so intense, and I just was like, I don't know if I want to subject right. myself psychologically every yeah. week. I don't know. She was pregnant. They loved each other. I know. It the was, eyeballs came out. It was, it was yeah. really, really, really rough. Yeah. And I was like, I think I might have put in yeah. all the time yeah. that I'm right. going to put in. Yeah. Although this, yeah. <laughs> and then I like ran to Bob's Burgers, course, yeah, and I, I was yeah. like, let me sing Bob's Burgers songs yeah. and just feel happy right. again. Yeah. yeah. And then you see the Arby's commercials with H. John Benjamin. Oh, well, that's, and that's rough for me because know, I'm, I'm a big, um, animal rights right. advocate and human rights advocate. And, you know, I, I should say, like, I think for so many years people were like, oh, you're a bleeding heart because you don't, you know, the animals and blah, blah, blah. First of all, if you can't tell that an animal is suffering and then right. that's wrong, yeah. I don't even, at this point, I, I don't even know what to say. Right. But I think more and more people are really coming to realize the devastation that it's having on the environment. Right. Um, 80% of the rainforest that's been cut down has been cut down to, for grazing land for, to, right. for, um, animals to eat crops yeah. instead of yeah. just us eating the crops. And, uh, it's the number one reason for, um, global warming, more, more greenhouse yeah. gases than all of transportation right. combined, like boats, ships, um, 
Cars. cars. What are the big ones? Cars, cars airplanes. Boys. I don't know. I started yeah. with ships. Right. Ships, yeah, ships are yeah, killing yeah. us. Right. Um, no, cars and airplanes. <laughs> all of that is less than combined. Yeah. So it's just having, it, you know, and the water, what it's right. doing to our water. Right. Certainly we're fishing out the oceans. I mean, there's a million reasons yeah. to go plant-based right. and eat, start eating more plants. Um, so, yeah, you know, Bob's Burgers is okay for me because it's a cartoon, yeah, but as right. soon as it becomes Comes real, real, then it's, it's not so funny to me right. anymore at all. Yeah. Um, I think with the climate today, and I, I don't mean that, I, I mean like the climate of where we are, the state of the world, you know, the, I, right now all I can think mm. about are these poor, poor mm. immigrants that are fleeing for their lives, yeah. and we have someone in office that's making them seem like criminals. I, that I just can't imagine what it would be like to be on the run with my child, um, my family, right. um, or just myself, just hoping that someone would be kind enough to help me yeah. eat and not get shot at, right. and um, to be meeting those people like with tear gas. I just think that, or calling them criminals, or calling for them to be sent back. Right. I, I just wish. I just to, to me the vegan thing. Uh, it, it ties in with everything. It's just about being compassionate, um, really, really um, taking the time to stop and take mm. a breath and go like, wow, we're on this amazing planet mm. together. We're all yeah. here at the same time. Right. No one has a right to the earth more than anyone else, yeah. not like the bugs or the sheep yeah. or the cats or the people, right. what, no matter what color they are, what gender yeah. they are, Everyone, the plants, the trees, we're all here at the same time. No one knows really how no. we're here. No. It's incredible. Even yeah. the ama most amazing right. scientists and like yeah. the most amazing neurologists, like these neuroscientists, they still don't really understand what consciousness is. Right. So um, to just say like, wow, we're all here. We don't know why. <laughs> we know that we all want freedom and happiness. Oh, Every living being just wants yeah. freedom and happiness. And to try to take each day and do something that keeps that awareness in mind. Do something kind. Smile at the grocer, at the person who's checking you out, who seems like they're having a miserable day. They probably are. Oh, yeah. Smile at them, yeah. you know. Eat more plants if you can. Right. They don't have a central nervous system, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's better for the earth. It's right. better for your body. Like these are little things that yeah. make a huge impact. Please don't buy any more plastic water bottles. Like no more plastic bags. Get a reusable one. I've got my reusable cups, right, yeah. my coffee, my water, and my um, my smoothie are all reusable cups, and it's a big deal. Yeah. It's right. a I mean, big deal. Yeah, they hand those out at work. We have them. Even like when you go food shopping, either reuse, reusable yes. bags. Use those. We've got the cleanest drinking water in, in yeah. the, some of the cleanest drinking right. water in the states right here in yeah, New York City. Exactly. There's no reason. If sister, my sister, if you're yeah. listening, I'm calling my sister out uh -oh. because she's still buying plastic water bottles. <laughs> if you're listening, no more. You can yeah. save the earth. It just takes, it's each one of us. Yeah. Um, do your part. Can yeah. do your part. Yeah. It right. makes a big right. difference. Yeah. So. Bree, this was great. Um, Thank you. BSM, so please much. check them out. They're great. Um, Please do more stuff. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank no you. We, I again. will. Oh, one, one oh, last thing. Sorry. Go, go Donnie and I opened a music venue. 
Oh, where? I didn't tell you no, this. No, no. We have a club. Okay. Um, right in the East Village. It's called Coney Island Baby. Okay. It's on Avenue A between 10th and 11th. Okay. And it used to be Brownies. Okay. And then it was Hi-Fi. Right. So if anyone lives in the New York City, Brownies was an old club, and there's we there's five partners. Three of us are still touring musicians, and we all cut our teeth and Brownies. Okay. We all played there when we were kids. Right. Then it became a music-themed um, bar, hi-fi, but no live music. And when it came up mm. and we had the opportunity to buy it, we were like, let's turn yeah. it back into, li let's keep live music mm. in the East right. Village. Yeah. So we are. We've got oh, music, awesome. live music, like um, uh, almost every night of the week. Okay. And then DJs after 11. Right. And we um, are playing our big holiday show, actually, okay. if anyone is still listening, <laughs> um, on December 7th um, at Coney Island Baby. Okay, We're doing great. Harvest and Harvest Moon um, mashed up okay. of like Neil Young yeah, stuff right. and then a bunch of our own stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, okay. right, come cool. check it out. You, you got it. I'll get you in. Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the 7th. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Bree, this is great. Thank you. So nice to meet you. Thank, Thank you. And a special thanks to Bree for coming to my job today for the interview. I really appreciate it. For more information about the holiday show, go check out ConeyIslandBabyNYC.com. It's Friday, December 7th. Should be a lot of fun. I'm hoping that I can make it. Follow her on Twitter at Brie underscore Sharp. Facebook, search Brie Sharp. BrieSharp.com. BeautifulSmallMachines.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the person 019. Be sure to like the page of Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes. Check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. A new episode comes out every Wednesday, and I'm going to end the show with Simple Joys. I found the song. It's fantastic, featuring Simon LeBon, Bree Sharp. Hope you guys enjoy it. There's a place for us.